0: Thank yeah.
1: not even a narrative the reality of men gaslighting women is definitely we know that for sure mm-hmm. we don't talk about women gaslighting men yeah oh yeah and it definitely happens oh yeah I could tell you a couple names now just <laughs> <laughs> a laundry list of women who have done this right but oh, no, no, it's like bro, people are fucked up man yeah I've gotten to the point to where I'm like not even mad at like all women, which is stupid. It sounds stupid, but it's just like you just like you got through enough bullshit, you be like, man, fuck everybody.
2: Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: But you got to get past that and then be like, that's not everybody. Just it's keep just, faith alive. Right. <laughs> like it's just like I understand what women be like, I don't like men. Like, Like, I get. Th- that feeling Because I've gotten there With women But it's like You gotta save yourself <laughs> Cause you can't stop Being attracted to Who you attracted to Yeah Unfortunately yes. <laughs> These are facts <laughs> <laughs> But It's the reality of life Of being an adult
2: But You know What we can do Is Learn how to Break Behavior patterns Definitely and not everyone you're attracted to is gonna be pulling some fuck shit.
1: Yeah, but
2: <laughs> oh yeah, right.
1: Hey, that narcotic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you give up that narcotic for a little bit, and then that narcotic come back, and you be like, God damn, <laughs> I did gave up this narcotic now.
3: It's Maybe. the one that got a hold on you
1: Right It's that, that monkey on your back you got That Jones You gotta love Jones And it's so awful
2: <laughs> But the quicker you get back to your next day one chip Is the quicker you back to your 30 day chip The quicker you get back to your 60 day chip You know what I'm saying? I'm a higher <laughs> <speaking. laughs>
3: Put me in the game coach <laughs> Give me the keys To the street Right
1: like, I over. ain't got
2: them Every mistake Is another opportunity To do better next time Bro
1: wait, I'm just gonna produce Another podcast With Steph Just gonna put and shit we just,
3: we just gonna give Stephanie the mic And just let her say Whatever right. come Off the top it's of her like, head you know, She
1: spit that shit Like a pimp Then I'm gonna just Take notes and Be like hey, God damn That was another good point Yeah like, fuck, she's on don't, a roll.
2: Don't get me wrong. I mean, I have to, like, constantly tell myself this stuff every day, and yeah, it doesn't sink in. And, you know, like, sometimes I got to have somebody else just tell it to me straight, you know? I, and so that's one thing that I've been trying to do lately to help me break patterns is I'm talking to my sister more, I'm talking to my brother more, I'm talk, um, talking to friends that I have around more, um, you know, I've always kept everything really private out right. of shame and also a behavior of learning, like a learned behavior of protecting my like partner, you know, so that nobody would think that they were bad. Sometimes they're bad. <laughs> Sometimes they're bad. <laughs> um, and so just like being more open about what I'm how I'm perceiving something what I'm you know you can in my head I can like debate myself over and over again like go through circles and ultimately like lock myself up into indecision um, and inaction so um, trying to just talk to more people about it if they have reactions that resonate you know like sometimes just talking something out loud with another person when you say it out loud you're like, ooh, I don't like the way that sounds. Right. I'm actually going to take that back. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really, you know, that's just my anxiety. I don't really like feel that way, or
1: but you do feel that way at that point, <laughs> at that moment, <laughs> at that and moment, you got to yeah. like say it out loud so that
2: it just like, like disappears well, into the. Like, I don't like the way that sounds. <laughs> I'm gonna let that one go.
1: Right. <laughs> that's that's what I call shower thoughts. Like <laughs> we just we just think about some of the dumbass fucking shit you've yeah. done in the past. Mm-hmm. And be like, man. I was out here down bad, Mm -hmm. and the worst is when it's shit that only you know. Oh yeah, right? Yeah, like you dumb motherfucker, right? Like why would you do that in the third grade? (laughs) You
3: knew, yeah, yeah. That literally (laughs) be the shit that eats you up. The mind. I know
1: the shit when you were real young, like. God damn it I was 13 years uh, old <laughs> the time
2: I put the toy wand into the hamster cage and I never told anybody about it but somebody but like the group got in trouble <laughs> cuz it was dangerous for the hamster and I was so ashamed I didn't say anything
1: so you almost killed the class pet
2: I almost killed the pet <laughs> it was my it was my neighbor's pet
1: oh uh,
3: that's hilarious
1: double homicide <laughs> uh huh <laughs> Uh-huh. That is hilarious
2: And everybody was like It wasn't us It wasn't us
3: it,
1: <laughs> It's still a trap <laughs> But I know who did do it It was me, it was me. I'm sorry <laughs>
3: <laughs> Are we just Are we just sharing our childhood right. <laughs> our childhood secret <laughs> Right <laughs> Damn I can't think of one I, Like I was always into some shit
1: as a kid though Oh it, 7 o'clock in the morning, tomorrow, when I'm in the shower, I'm going to think of tons of shit that I fucking did. I was just a curious kid. Oh, I ate a piece of
3: Valentine's candy that was in a jar in second grade on, no, it it was third grade. And our teacher, she just had, like, little jars of candy, you know, like the little candy hearts. Yeah. And I ate one, and she knew. And I didn't know that she knew, but she brought it up. To the class and I was like what? Were you not supposed to eat it? I don't know like I was so confused. I was like dang first of all how does she know that it was me or how does she know that anybody did anything and but at that point she... I knew that she knew that it was me but I still like, <laughs> 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 but I was very uh, afraid at that moment because I was like damn
1: for some reason I, I've never been a thief. I stole but the only, Me neither. Thing, the only Me neither. thing I did used to steal was you remember that yellow stuff they used to put on things. Sticky tack, stick, yeah, sticky tack.
3: Sticky tack was fun.
1: I used to steal that from everywhere, <laughs> all types of sticky tack. Right? Why do
3: we love sticky tack so much? And I would
1: just play with it all day and just make balls in it, and then just throw it away after I've stolen it. Right. Like it'd be like something on the wall at school. I go behind that bad boy I ripped that thing off Shit be hanging I don't know Who stole the shit
3: <laughs> Why did we love Sticky tack so much it's Tactile
1: Yeah It's something about Like that Like Play-Doh And stuff like that the Things ten- that you can mold Some people the used tension. to Chew it like gum Ew. I do remember Those weird ass Fucking kids <laughs> I oh, never they, did that Hey they gotta be on meth now <laughs>
2: Think of all the fingers that touched it and they were just popping
3: that in their mouth. <laughs> COVID days, that would never happen. <laughs> oh, it happened. <laughs> oh. Kids are kids.
1: <laughs> adults right. are adults, right. too. Like oh, yeah. I went to the store earlier. This lady wasn't wearing no mask. She wiped her nose mm. with her arm. And I- <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my sister and my brother-in-law live in L.A. And so they're here visiting. And they're just, Ooh. they're appalled. <laughs> they're like, so we're imagine. not wearing masks? Like, <laughs> <laughs> we went we went to brunch this morning Culture and they're like, shock. are we wearing masks? No? Okay. <laughs> right.
1: It was like, oh, so COVID over in the South, huh? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, you know, uh, if you want to wear it, wear it. I've succumbed to peer pressure.
1: <laughs> I know, me too. Like, I was, It's hard, man. Bruh, like, I'll be walking in somewhere and be like, I mean, (laughs) I want to take my mask off But I don't want y'all to think I'm with them people Right right. (laughs) Don't mistake me for them people How was your uh, Thanksgiving, Kimberly?
3: I was in the bed (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I thought I had the vid for a minute, not the vid, but it was just my damn sinuses, man. Because you know, can't get used to this flip flopping ass weather, it's the worst. Um, <laughs> it had me out for I just had a, a really weekend? bad headache and I felt super fatigued and I was paranoid all day. I was just like, I just know this ain't COVID, I just know this ain't COVID. I'm only a month. Out of my last shot I just know this ain't COVID bruh But It um, wasn't COVID as far as I'm concerned uh, As
1: far as I'm concerned it's a wild thing to say As, as far as I'm COVID. concerned yeah. And
2: we we can't forget There's a whole suite of other ailments.
3: Exactly. True. <laughs> right. And hey,
1: people are getting the sick and left and right. The common cold
2: didn't go away. No. <laughs> no.
1: Everything
0: is,
3: everything is COVID
1: nowadays. Right. Everything is COVID. Like, I got a headache. <gasps> yep.
3: That's the first thing that gets me. I'm like, shit.
1: Me too. Like, shit, I mean, shit, 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 shit. Like, <laughs> that niggas got me. <laughs> um,
3: but better it, I'm, safe than sorry. You know, I don't know. On the side of caution. I think is. As much as I kind of just wanted to be festive and whatever, I think I just really needed rest. Yeah. So it was good. Like I cooked for myself late as fuck because I didn't get out the bed till like seven. Um, cooking for
1: yourself is self
3: care, though. So. Made me some good ass seafood pasta. Ooh. Mm. Damn! I made grilled cheese with us. You didn't, you didn't <laughs> have I'm a plate like safe for you. <laughs> Nah, my mama and them didn't cook before they left.
2: Damn, I started and they to didn't tell bring over.
1: Back? But you told you said you were sick or whatever. Yeah,
3: I mean they brought like desserts back and stuff, but they didn't bring like food. Food, but it's fine. I honestly am so over Thanksgiving food. Mm-mm. And Christmas food. No, no, and no. And no. I've been that way for like the last couple years. Like, I don't know what it is. I'm just mm-hmm. kind of over it. We have this thing called cranberry apple bake. <laughs> and it is dope. so fucking good. It probably is. But it's, I mean, like the tradition, like the dressing, the turkey. I don't know. It just doesn't excite me mm. as much. I fucking love it.
1: Here's a question um, Did you know that, like, Black people always do macaroni and cheese for Thanksgiving?
2: I, I did know that. <laughs>
1: because it feels like a lot of people didn't know that until like the last two or three years. Really? Uh, yeah, because people like... I thought
3: everybody did mac and cheese for
1: Thanksgiving. That's what I thought too Grown up. And then I was like, wait, what? I think, uh, well,
2: I know some white people do mac and cheese.
1: I do know some white people that do mac and cheese. My
2: family has never done mac and cheese. Um, I
1: also wonder if that's a southern thing I I think mac and cheese is
3: just like The hot one Like the main holiday One of the main holiday dishes
1: For everybody For a lot of people it's not It's crazy to me But I do think it's a southern thing
2: I think it's a southern thing But I think like um, I don't know I don't know how many years ago Like four (laughs) Four years ago Four years ago maybe I started like Trying to tailor my social media To like expose me to more Black people things And so I've like absorbed Stuff from right. that mm-hmm.
1: Cause like the reason I say this is Cause like At least three people came up to me And they were like This gonna sound bad These people they're not racist <laughs> But <laughs> oh, no. They're like juice I wanna try some Black people macaroni and cheese <laughs> question
3: (laughs) I'd be like look at the recipe (laughs) shit I
2: like the Jim and Nick's mac and cheese
3: I used to work at Jim and Nick's
2: and supposedly they put mustard in the mac and cheese
3: really? Oh, I don't know about that
2: Uh, my old co-worker Sarah she used to work at Jim and Nick's and she was like it's so good because they put mustard in it and I was like okay
3: I don't Uh, care, I'm gonna keep eating it. They might. I was never in the the prep part of the situation. I'm trying to think the last time I had it, did I taste mustard? You wouldn't taste it though, that's the thing. Right. It's just uh, an enhancer.
1: I feel like the Nick the Jim and Nick ones is almost like a a roasted almost mac and cheese flavor.
3: Nah, you might just be tasting the broil. Just The broiled cheese, the smoke, smoky air.
2: Maybe it, they put liquid smoke in it too.
3: Maybe I don't know. I cannot say.
2: Whatever it is, is I bad. don't know. But I know because the mustard. The,
3: because of the way our Jim and Nick's was set up, like we had that big ass smoker right there.
2: <laughs> it
3: smoked everything. <laughs> Pretty yeah. <laughs> everything. <Smoked> you, <laughs> your clothes, your hair. <laughs> everything Literally. smelled like smoke. <laughs>
1: So I mean, yeah, it might be mustard up in there. I just like a, a a good like hard, not hard, but like a good you know solid baked mac and cheese. Right, top layer at least. I don't like too runny. I don't I don't want to feel like I'm eating easy mac. I, I want like a right, good, uh, like collies. I want, guess you want cake.
2: The cheese needs Cake, to hold mac and on to the noodle.
3: You yeah. need eggs for that type of recipe. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I, I know
1: egg in that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so three people came up to me and they were like, apparently like something went viral where people were talking about mac and cheese is important in the black household, which is probably not a some lot. shit on TikTok. And I think it, it I think it was. But also that other clip we always use be like, Don't oh, experiment yeah. on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Don't experiment on Thanksgiving.
3: Cause you decided you wanted to experiment with the macaroni and damn cheese I since saw- you fucked up the macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I saw this um meme on Instagram that
2: was like, You're gonna need to present three references and a resume to show that you deserve to make the mac and cheese.
1: That is that hey, <laughs> that is fucking true. Uh, my beautiful sister-in-law did the mac and cheese this year And she knows how to cook her ass off So <laughs> round of applause, round of applause uh, That was good as fuck Um, My sister went to Disney World for Thanksgiving With all her kids and her in-laws So it was just me, my mom, my dad, my brother, and my sister-in-law And food was dope as fuck <laughs> but it was just us, so it was tons of leftovers. In which when my sister got back yesterday, her kids went straight to my mom's house and were like pigging out. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Cause they didn't eat any Thanksgiving food the whole time they were gone. But they had fun. Which the last when we went to Disney World two years ago, my nephews were afraid to ride Tower of Terror. And my youngest nephew was uh he wouldn't even look that way up the park. Damn. And then I was like, no, what's wrong? What's wrong? And we were leaving. He was like, Five people died. <laughs> oh my God. And he was talking about like the story of <laughs> And I was like, bruh, that, that shit ain't real. He's like, no, DJ, five people died. <laughs> so yeah. So uh My brother drove overnight from Texas for, like, 15 hours Mm -mm. to make it. And, yeah, they had both dogs, so that was an adventure. And he also brought me a very special gift for my birthday.
3: (laughs) Right? (laughs) Nice bro gift.
1: (laughs) The nicest thing anybody's ever done for me. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so, oh, yeah, I, I turned 33. Ay, ay. I'm about to join you niggas right. Happy birthday
2: <laughs> to you How Happy birthday
3: crazy.
1: to you What are you gonna do?
2: Come up to Nashville and party
0: bing, bing, bing. <laughs> Do it <laughs>
3: <laughs> I have no plans I took off for um, Thursday and Friday But It was really just so I can pack my shit
0: up. (laughs) I know. I I thought about
3: doing something like leaving the city, but I don't know. I have so much shit that I need to get done. Sometimes rest is a great way to can, You know, I can always celebrate my birthday. Anytime. Yeah. It's called celebrating life.
1: One thing I never want to do again is work on my fucking birthday. That shit was bullshit this year. I was busy as
3: fuck. That's why I said, no, I'm requesting this
1: as soon as I can. Because my birthday this year was the day before Thanksgiving. And so everything was shutting down for the week. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, this is not a good look. I'm
2: trying to remember (laughs) what I did on my birthday.
1: What you did? I don't know. (laughs) I've been trying to enjoy my (laughs) birthday. I've been trying to enjoy my birthdays, uh, even if it's just like by myself. Because I hated my birthday for so long.
2: Yeah. Mm. Having a relaxing birthday.
3: Birthdays are just kind of weird, though, when you think about it, because it's like. (gasps)
2: Oh, I remember. (gasps) My brother was on the Appalachian Trail and the weekend before my birthday.
3: I was going to say, didn't you go somewhere? Yeah,
2: my sister flew in on a late Wednesday night. Thursday morning, we hit the road. My dad hits the road from Huntsville. We triangulate in Beach Mountain, North Carolina. Pick my brother up off the trail. Go hang out in Beach Mountain for a weekend. We did like nine miles one day with him on the trail. Came back. uh, Had Monday off because now i'm a banker and i get the bank holidays <laughs> <laughs> and uh i did work on my birthday but it was just like an easy oh I, w- I did like a i have to do like so many hours of continuing education every year mm-hmm. so i
1: had like a thing okay and, and i
2: was interested in it so
1: it was an easy day
2: yeah that's not bad
1: I did not have to do continued education. I had to deal with bullshit all fucking day. <laughs> and I was like, this fuck bullshit. I'm never gonna work on my fucking birthday again.
3: Here, here. Yeah, that's why I said I am requesting off and you hoes better give it to me.
1: From now on, I have two days that I mark it off. Yep. It's it's my birthday and, and it day is Juneteenth. <laughs> oh, <do> that <laughs> I, I took off Juneteenth had this past year, but the year before. Mm-hmm. And I had to work this June so I was like, this is fucking bullshit. It's a legal holiday. And I'll be God like, goddamn work. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. My birthday is always so close to Thanksgiving that like, when I was younger, it felt like it was like, uh, wasn't Over- important.
2: Overshadowed. So Yeah.
1: So it was like. Yeah, I think this day is special, but I'm the only motherfucker, besides my mom, who's being annoying today.
3: <laughs> Mine's right after Thanksgiving and in the midst of people starting their Christmas shit. So
1: Now, what was lit was in college when everybody would come back on Thanksgiving and we'd get fucked up on my fucking birthday.
3: Yeah, I never even had good college birthdays because mine was
1: always was during finals, like finals week.
0: week. <laughs> oh,
1: shit. Shit. <laughs> I mean, because that's the other thing like having Thanksgiving break, like everybody's like, I'm a party right now because yeah, when cause I get finals, back, you gotta, finals, finals yeah, to be real the as fuck. And that's when Kim's birthday is. So, goddamn. Every <laughs> single year.
3: It never failed. I was like, well, I guess it's just not meant for me to turn up with other people for my birthday.
1: Winter break though in college, Winter I don't know break, them
2: three weeks. Folks were turning up during finals week, anyways.
1: There I
3: were turn ups, but it wasn't like the normal turn ups.
1: We partied mm. every week in college, so like finals week was the week we be like yo, yeah. Like we would be over here like literally studying. Auburn was definitely quiet during finals <laughs> week. Dang! So like I remember one like finals week, like we all came here. We didn't even drink like. We were all just studying for all our shit, and then somebody was like, "You want to smoke a bowl?" I come here. Yeah, I do. That can't hurt, right? It's like I already got all this knowledge in my head. Let me spare some of these brain cells. Which, I mean, hey, it's college. Everybody was doing it.
3: (laughs) That was the excuse for everything back then. I know everybody's doing it.
1: But yeah, so, um, yeah. What have you guys been watching or listening to?
3: Um. Well, now that I've revived my HBO Max, I got um King Richard. Okay. I fell asleep on it twice though, not because it was boring, but just because I'm a sleepy bitch. <laughs> um. I started Black Lady Sketch Show. Okay. And Insecure, of course. I started uh, the DMX documentary, too.
1: I have not started that yet. I've been using HBO Max a lot lately, too. I watched King Richard twice. I, w- I actually watched half of it today with my family. Mm-hmm. Um It was really good.
3: I wanted to put it on today, but there was just so much movement in the house from everybody. I was like, nobody's going to watch this right yeah. now.
1: That's a good... They dropped it at a good time. That's a good Thanksgiving. Like, everybody just... Sit down movie. Sit, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've also been watching Love Life. I watched both seasons of that. I
3: saw that on there. I heard people say that it was really good.
1: The first season, it's like, it's an anthology with a different person each year. So, the first one was with Anna Kendrick. And it just tells the story of her first romance in the uh, show. And her last romance, mm. like of her person. Mm. And the same thing is with the second one. I can't remember his name, but it's the guy that played Chidi in The Good Place. Mm. Did you watch The Good Place?
3: Mm. Oh. I don't remember his name either. Last.
2: Mm. last romance, as in the last romance before her death?
1: No, uh, the last romance like her most of recent. her life. Like the person that she ends up with.
2: Well, in this moment. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We got to change
3: the cultural
2: (laughs) behavior training.
3: (laughs) True, because you never fucking know, man.
1: You never fucking know. (laughs) It's, uh. What's his name? What's his name? I always get confused when somebody has three names. (laughs) And I'll be like, yeah, I'm not going to remember that shit. But he's from Houston. William Jackson Harper. This guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, so the second season is really, it's better than the first season first season isn't bad, it's just the second season is like his uh, his main love interest is Jessica Williams, they used to be on Daily Show the tall black lady with locks, or she used to have locks but they're so good together it's like,
2: damn perfect chemistry yeah,
1: and then uh, the first uh, Aunt Viv is his mom. Oh. Hmm.
3: She does not look familiar to me.
1: it been the Daily Show. But yeah. Plus, that soundtrack is fucking amazing. But yeah. I think you'll like it. We might like, I, I wanted to like mention it to like, Watch it And then one day We can talk about it It doesn't have to be like now Cause it's like
3: Please I don't uh, need any more assignments
1: I think it's like Nine <laughs> episodes But they're 30 minutes apiece
3: I'm not into love
1: <laughs> <laughs> Boycott love
2: uh, no, I don't like that We <laughs> that gotta change shit. The conversation
1: <laughs> I'm still in that shit <laughs>
2: uh, I just like uh, You know I like gore
1: uh. <laughs> Action. The opposite of love The opposite of love <laughs> I like death I like violence <laughs> the, the gorier the better That lovey-dovey shit Fuck that shit
2: Ex- Except for the Great British Bake Off I do love that feel-good shit Everybody has that one softy
1: spot I, I really like the Great British Bake Off But besides that I want to see action.
2: Head. I want to see Head's good fight rolling. scenes <laughs> right. I want to see adventure I wanna see other worlds.
1: I wanna see blood, guts.
2: Visually stunning shit.
1: <laughs> love nah. <laughs> it's too slow. Fuck love. Too hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um what else have I, I like, y'all know. I was watching the Beatles get back on mm-hmm. Disney Plus. That is fucking amazing. As a Disney, I mean as a Beatle nerd. But a lot of the shit on the Beatles is always just self-serving for fans which I'm a fan so I'm like yeah keep bringing that shit out Mm -hmm. but it's really interesting uh, like just seeing how people come up with songs and stuff Uh, music wise I'm listening to the Silk Sonic album a lot did you ever get around to listening to it? Nope (laughs) I did not did you, my lady?
2: No, um, I have not. I'm looking and seeing what are the most recent things that I've been listening to. You know, I change it up. My go-to is always soul coughing. I've turned into one of those old people who like...
1: Listen to the same shit? Yeah, yeah. I've oh, got, I've
2: got my, my soul coughing <laughs> playlist, my R.L. Burnside playlist, and then... Whatever happened, well, I've got my Queens of the Stone Age and Eagles of Death Metal play- playlists. And then if I am exposed to something, then I listen to those things.
1: If I should say I'm something that catches my interest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, um, I've been listening to the Silk Sonic album, the Adele album, which I'd be having to be testy with the Adele album because I ain't trying to get too much in my feels.
3: I've only listened to- <laughs> Twice I'm not into love
1: (laughs) Steph is like once again
3: I'm kidding Uh,
2: Isn't this supposed to be like um, About like self growth and
1: stuff Uh, Or is it still very
2: much it's Relationships It's
1: it's not as How do I explain It's not as much about Oh I'm sad It's definitely like A 30 year old woman Yeah I just think it's like a retrospective She's mourning the end of a relationship, but not too much. She's still moving forward.
3: Right. I, feel, I feel like it's a retrospective okay. take on her general relationship life, but it's definitely specific to the divorce. That little love song, though? That is... man. <laughs> the one that I cried to... <laughs> Was uh? I
1: know we got to change the discussion. It just it just happened. It just
3: happened. I don't normally songs don't normally just be making me cry, but it just happened.
2: I like it when a song makes me cry.
3: I love it when a song. I want to say it was uh, a
1: perfect to be
3: loved. It was that one fucking um, Sunday that it was just pouring down, and I had left the house to go to the grocery store. And it came on and I was parked in um, the parking lot and I was like tearing up and then I just was bawling, just, like just listening to all the the lyrics. I was like, damn, this shit really has me.
1: When I saw you tweeted, it was funny because I was with my mom and I was right, We had went to get Indian food. and So we we're going back to her house and I was like, let's just listen to Adele album. And then, I can't remember what song it was. I think it's the song before a Little Love. Like, she said something that was so real. My mom was like, oh, my gosh, she's going there. I was like, what? Like, not I you. Like, I know. In your feels. I was like, I'm going to just, Adele, sis. I'm gonna start a podcast where my mom just listens to current albums. Like, wow.
3: Patricia Woods reacts to. <laughs> right.
1: Like, cause it's, it just be off the wall shit. Cause she don't listen to no nothing but Christian music. So anytime she listen to anything else, it's like wild. It's an event. But hey, Adele was hitting her. <laughs> um, what else have I been listening to? I got to look at the playlist. I am old too. I I listen to the same shit. <laughs>
2: There's a belly dancer that I follow on Instagram, and she made a playlist, and I've been listening to that.
1: Finding people on like Instagram who have like, there's this girl who does like, um, like she does like shuffling dances. Like you know, every day I'm shuffling, like but like Uh to like good music. Mm -hmm. Like the music she be playing is dope as fuck. I've also been listening to Carver Commodore They're a band from Muscle Shoals hmm. They just put out an album It's really good Um Kay Trinata Put out an EP That shit is sick as fuck He is uh, He has a song with uh, Her and Thundercat On another song Thundercat don't miss But this is the one with her and this is the one with Thundercats I love Thundercats Yeah It's also been I mean this going to be a buzzkill It's also been a lot of uh, People dying Like big people dying Today Virgil Abloh died Yeah that was crazy He had a cancer that was uh, I had never heard of But Apparently he had been fighting that In, in secret which I mean, that's just right. Yeah, but it's still sad. He was only forty-one.
3: I feel like if I ever had like an illness like that, I would probably do the same. Yeah, like, I'm just, I'm just let me die out the blue. <laughs> like, also, like I don't want to tell people that I'm dying.
1: I don't want people to treat me different. Yeah. I don't have any illnesses right now, though, guys. Let me say (laughs) Just in case anybody's wondering. Knock, knock. Just
2: my mental (laughs) illness. My normal mental illness that I've been dealing with
3: for most of my life. Just my inner demons. (laughs) That's all.
1: Other than that, I'm good. I'm good, bro. (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, he died today, which is a big blow because, I mean, even if you don't... People have crit- critiqued his uh, work, especially, like, the sneaker stuff, being, saying that it's giving art school dropout vibes. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, you can't knock the hustle. I mean, my man has I changed mean, the sneaker game. Clearly,
3: you know what I'm saying? People liked it.
1: And then, plus, without him, Kanye wouldn't have done some of his best fashion stuff. True. They together changed fashion. He was the head of Louis Vuitton, first African American to do that. Mm -hmm. So I mean, it's a big blow. It was a big surprise. So I mean, R.I.P. to him. Also,
3: he was was young too.
1: Forty-one is very young. Yeah. When you like, when you're a kid, you be thinking forty-one is old as fuck. Forty-one, he's young as shit. Just
2: around the corner, right?
1: That shit is creeping <laughs> down the back street on these. Sheesh. <laughs> um, so RP to him. Also young Dolph. Uh, yeah. yeah. And that seem uh, nah, I'm not gonna compare, but that's a sad thing to die in your own city.
2: Mm-hmm. Wasn't he just like buying cookies or something? Yeah,
1: supporting a local business. Somebody came up and shot him. He left two kids behind. No. Did anybody ever find out like if
3: there was a motive or if he was I, affiliated with some shit or what? Because when I first heard it, like that's what everybody was saying, like oh, you know, he's in the streets, blah blah. blah.
1: That's what people be saying, but motherfuckers don't be know what's going on. People be saying like, people always try to minimize the deaths of rappers, and I don't like that shit. Go over oh, some street shit. Be like, mm-hmm. don't fucking matter if it is or if it ain't. It's just like when Nipsey died, it didn't matter what the fuck was going on. Even though everything everybody was saying about Nipsey turned out to be fucking wrong. The guy was just fucking a hating ass bitch. Went and got his gun and came back and shot Nipsey. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the other thing about Dolph is uh, he uh seemed to set up his life well for In the case of his demise, like he had his kids and trust funds and shit, and he also had bought a lot of property for them. Like they said, for each of his birthday, for each of his children's birthdays, he bought a house and land for them. They were little kids, so that's good. Have your affairs in order is always good. So Mm -hmm. it's something that a lot of people don't have.
3: That's very true.
1: Um. So RIP to him. I feel like it was somebody else that died since we recorded.
3: Maybe mm-hmm. not. But I don't think so.
1: <laughs> but yeah, those are two big deaths. Um yeah, dying in your city is always sad. But hopefully I can get the fuck out of the hunt <laughs> Do you one, want to
3: one day grasshopper? I
2: thought you were. I thought you were building it. I thought you were making it your city.
1: I am down for that, but also I leave this shit. Nah, I uh, I like the idea of becoming like an OG in the city mm. and actually having like shit like popping. that would be cool. It would probably be easier also since we already have a platform. So. Yeah. To go somewhere else where it's tons of podcasts. Hell.
2: Yeah. It might be a good community for it, too. You know, it just ultimately is just what do you want?
1: What I want right now is to get a video intern and -hmm. we get this shit popping where I I don't have to do shit. I just got to watch it and be like, yep, let's go. True. That that's the goal right now.
3: That's what we need. Desperately. So we're, gonna speak,
1: we're gonna speak it into existence. <laughs> <laughs> we will be able to pay this intern and if y'all know somebody hit us up. Written house bullshit. Oh my god.
3: Uh. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> we could. I mean
1: I mean are we surprised? No, not at all. I, I knew it would happen. It's just it, I, it's crazy to watch. It is, but it's also
2: I mean, it's like it's predictable. It's expected. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make it any less like disappointing or crazy or absurd or whatever.
1: It's like, oh yeah, they just playing in our face. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) it's like, like God, literally that judge, shit. That's when I knew all that shit. It's like, oh yeah, this motherfucker gonna walk. But it's still like it's just wild to me like like people are offering him like internships at in Congress.
3: Why? He met Trump just because he's famous now and they're I it's guess like another clout Chris chasing. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's exactly what it is. It's clout chasing. But it's it's so sick. It's like a certain level of clout chasing i can understand clout chasing off killing people is sick that's what it is but you can make the arguments demonic
0: oh for sure
1: <laughs> but like the, the biggest takeaway to me is uh, some people try to make it a case that I mean, his victims were white. It doesn't mean it's white supremacy. Uh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> hate, to, hate to say it, hope it don't sound ridiculous. <laughs> but that is not how white supremacy works in this country. Right. The problem is, he went to a protest expecting that black people would be rioting and looting <laughs> with an assault rifle mm-hmm. and s- killed two people and injured one, mm-hmm. all which were white, but they were also there to march on Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. so which he was there in opposition. In opposition for <laughs> yeah. with an a firearm across was, state he lines. The <laughs> as he a, came. A,
2: he arrived as an aggressor.
1: Yes, as a seventeen-year-old. Yeah. And by him getting off, what they are subtly saying is that if you're in opposition to Black Lives Matter, you have the right to be deputized as a law enforcement officer and the right to kill and will people who are marching for black lives. Right. That is white supremacy. <laughs> and that is fucked up because if you're trying to be an ally or anything, what is that showing you?
3: Exactly. And that's what
1: they want you to see. But yeah. but that's the history of this country also. You have people who marched in the civil rights movement who were white that were killed alongside black people. Mm-hmm. And they were killed at will because they were looked at as quote-unquote race traitors. Yeah. So, yeah. Games fucked up.
3: Very much. I don't watching him cry
1: though. I didn't see a tear come out of his eye though. Let's just let's just keep it a buck. That shit was so ugh, just so cringe. I have never seen like I had only seen like actual children do the fake cry and then look to see if somebody else was like, Did they catch me. Do you believe yeah. me? Right. <laughs> and I just also don't like the idea that Okay, so this 17-year-old was a kid, but Trayvon Martin was a fucking... Exactly, right. Was, like, some kind of super-aggressive superhero who was just beating up somebody who just happened to be following him in his parent... I mean, his father's neighborhood.
2: Well, and the whole, like, self-defense thing, people were... I'll bet you if the shoe was on the other foot, he'd be the one rushing the man to, to... you know, disarm him from, mm-hmm. you know, being aggressive, and he and he'd be a hero. Like so, the whole self defense thing is
1: it's fucking bullshit. Yeah, and then also, <laughs> if you see a man walking through after he shot somebody, he just casually walks off. Right. You think it's an active shooter situation. Yeah,
2: and you're trying to stop him.
1: Right. You're not thinking of anything else. You're
2: trying to be a hero and stop him. <laughs> you're not. <laughs>
1: i oh, sorry. I was wondering oh, what that was. Oh, boy. I adopted my own self. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. A dog with anxiety. But
2: yeah. Let me take him real quick. Um, and I think, like, I don't feel like. I think some people might be tempted to say, oh, well, the Ahmad Arbery case turned out the way I believe it should have, um, and try to, like, say, oh, well, at least that. But I don't really feel like it... um, (laughs) I I just... I feel like that's lazy and wrong. It
3: is, yeah, because stop trying to, like... Crosshair the benefits of one trial to the next, like right. These are individual people.
2: It's measured progress. Individual situation. Look at what had to happen in order for that case to come out the way it did.
1: Talking about a Modabbi's murderers. And and just like
2: how it will likely be used by some as like a. Oh, an attempt to offset the disappointment.
1: Yeah, the outright violence of Kyle Rittenhouse. Right,
2: that. right.
1: What's up, fuck? I do wonder what the fuck would have happened if they had let them off. Oh,
2: I mean, what has happened with the Kyle Rittenhouse situation? Not shit. We
1: look, we knew that one. I do think there may have been a Rodney King level uh, uprising One second. a Rodney King George Floyd level uprising if he had got off oh yeah for sure because for a southern court if they had let off three white men who were driving a pickup truck with a Confederate flag that ran down a black person in a neighborhood that's like vintage racism <laughs> <laughs> that's like dead stock racism <laughs> you can't just let this shit off i do wonder how much of that that jury was like, you know, we know what's going to happen if this happens,
0: yeah. mm-hmm.
1: which I do think played a part into the verdict of Derek Chauvin, that they were like, they burned this city down because we wouldn't arrest them. I know what happened. If we don't convict them, which good. Yeah. It's like somebody was like burning down uh, riots don't uh, help anything shit. The motherfuckers burned down the police station They got justice <laughs>
3: Like what the shit I'm what
1: not saying you? it's a good way to do it But I understand
3: What is the world that we live in
1: The world we were born in Just in new Clothes Who the hell
3: Yes. That <laughs>
1: Is why you got to Vote No I'm just playing Don't vote No I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I be trying to balance my cynicism.
2: Well, <laughs>
1: vote at local levels. Definitely, don't just vote for the top uh, ballot. All those people that you skip are the people that matter most in your area. Mm-hmm. But also, be involved in your community outside of just voting, and hold these people accountable.
2: Yeah, if you've if you've got the energy and the resources for it. And you're called to it. Do it for sure.
1: Right. And also be informed. Don't just be out here just trying to start some shit. I mean, when shit is started, I mean, be ready. But I'm saying also be informed with your readiness. That part. Because people be out here with all types of wrong information. Just saying shit. And I don't like that shit. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> do it do it it's uncomfortable but okay so like i was fighting a lot with my dad um because he was like anti the writing um you know and he wanted to like he tried pulling that, you know, in my age, in the age of Martin Luther King, we were all about peaceful protests. And um, he doesn't sound like that at all. So <laughs> but but like that rhetoric just has to have that voice, I guess. <laughs> that doesn't sound like my dad at all. <laughs> um and and he was and he was like, you know, there are times when when, you know, it, it's the right time to riot. And, and the right circumstances to do it. And I said, This is it. This is the time. Right. To your point, like they burned down the police station and they got a conviction. Right. <laughs> like there is a time and it's now. It's when we choose.
1: Right. And then the other thing is not your dad, but as other people tend to just you know, forget. The race riots that happened all throughout the '60s. Mm. Watts was burned to the fucking ground three years before Dr. King was assassinated. The night he was assassinated, there's riots all over this country. Yeah, people pick and choose the things they want to hold up, right?
2: right. And and continued. You know, he was a child, right? And so it, it, he's he's repeating. A yarn he was spun.
1: Exactly. And I've encountered other people who are, like, boomers, who are white boomers who have said similar things. Like, one person that were like, I remember when all the... uh the race stuff started when I was in like middle started. school. <laughs>
2: I was like, started, right? <laughs> like, started, in, Sir. Si- in
1: 1619. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, <laughs> the first African slaves brought to this country. Get you a history book. <laughs> and it's like, no, you remember busing, mm-hmm. right? That is your awareness because that's when you, I mean, you were a kid, so that's the first thing you remember. But busing is. The is the end of the of that part of the civil rights movement. Right. And then that's also where there was a backlash and you get Ronald Reagan elected a couple of years after. So it's always complicated when you're describing things from your childhood. Even like from like me. There's just certain things we don't understand fully until we get older.
3: Yeah, true.
1: Like we all were born, I mean we all came of age or after nine eleven
3: mm-hmm.
1: our world is shaped by like nine eleven mm-hmm. war on terror, mm-hmm. all of those things. Mm-hmm. Our understanding of those things have changed also as we get older, mm-hmm. and then you have to go back and look at, I don't think I was told right, right. <laughs> and you have to unlearn some of that and that and spread the word yeah.
2: <laughs> Very important
3: Tell a friend to Tell a friend, <laughs> for
1: tell a friend. <laughs> and, and tell your mom and dad
2: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> It's uncomfortable as shit for you know? sure. Like sitting them down and saying mm, Like I Laid two bombs on them one time Coming to dinner Like they came to visit for dinner I was like okay we have to You know we've been debating But I need to have a straightforward conversation Number one <laughs> I know where your heart is at but some of the things y'all say, I don't feel like it's safe to bring someone home. Because, mm. I mean, like, physically they're safe. Yeah. But, like,
1: emotionally? Right.
2: Um, I can't, I got to know that you're not going to
1: say some bullshit. Right. True. Especially somebody <laughs> you care about.
3: So. <laughs> that was, that was, you know
2: like one one hard one one easy one you know right.
3: like um it's two truths so like, um, all right pick
1: one
2: <laughs> I, pick. I think to a certain extent um we continue to have the heated conversations i am hoping that like it's getting through over time and you know talking to my siblings about it and I just feel I hope that like collectively you know there's a certain amount to like I know there's a lot of like culture around like oh you know you, you know that's just the previous generation you got to let them lie or whatever but also like old dogs can learn new tricks and like they our parents are young and they have a long they're they're a large part of the population they'll be voting and participating for a long time. Yeah. And I don't... If we want things to change sooner, then we have to be talking to our parents
1: about this stuff. Exactly. And I... I'm not one of those people that, like, when people get, like, cynical and they're like, I mean, they're old, they're not going to... No, people change. I've seen my parents change positions on things.
3: Yeah. True. Same.
1: So I know people can change positions on things, especially like when they get more information than just I, what they're fed from the news, Facebook, all this other shit.
2: We, we've changed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I, have t- should.
1: I have changed <laughs> on so much shit. Like from when I was younger, like I grew up in a very, uh, homophobic house and I had to unlearn a lot of fucking bullshit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And like for me, it became a thing to where it's not just enough for me to not be homophobic, but I have to fight homophobia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have to hold myself accountable and the people around me accountable.
3: Yeah,
1: I, I am a misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> I am.
3: Say for those at the back.
1: <laughs> I, I, I I will I will admit it. I, I'm I've learned a lot, especially since I started going since I went to college and I started taking classes from uh professors who were uh learned in feminist critique mm. and uh critical uh race theory, some of the other things, critical gender theory and it's helped me a lot. And also leaving behind some of my uh Religious ways has helped me a lot.
2: I think um, when it comes to misogyny, I think there are a lot of people who like in their hearts are not misogynist, but that our culture is and we learn behavior patterns and we learn expectations and like it's hard to and really uncomfortable for people to like acknowledge when they say and do things that are not in line with what they logically have as a belief system. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Very true. And I am guilty of that. I am a work in progress. I am trying my hardest and I am Open to being checked, which is also an important thing where you're unlearning shit.
2: That's exactly kind of where I'm at when it comes to like racial racial issues, um, and have had to like acknowledge, uh, that's not that's a shame. I'm sh- I'm ashamed of that.
1: You no, know, or, but uh, you can't be ashamed like.
2: Well, I mean, I think it's okay to uh, feel shame of something that you when you like realize oh, you learned better. That's that yep. stance or that behavior pattern like me making that argument is repeating the yarn that I was taught. And so now I like it's okay to check me. I'm willing to listen.
1: Right. And as a as a man, I like like things like that, I have to be. I I get what you're saying, like by saying that um, the shame aspect, because it's things that you, you remember, like when we first like started, like like talking, like for real. you were like, what is this? You're always talking about like things like from the past that you're like ashamed, <laughs> <of>. <laughs> and I'm like, it's nothing like crazy. It's nothing crazier than the misogynist patriarchal society we live in but it's just some of the things I participated in that I feel shame of because I was ignorant of certain things Mm -hmm. so I I understand the aspect of shame and shame not being a necessarily a bad thing because shame also shows that I'm a human and also shows that we're trying to learn and Mm -hmm. we have learned from our things but yeah it's 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 all a work in progress Especially like When you're really trying to be like a righteous human being And like not Righteous from like a religious standpoint But just right within mm-hmm. It's It's a work in progress and it's something Like those shower thoughts You're going to be mm-hmm. like "Whoa, I was out here moving <laughs> all the way back <laughs> yeah. But That's part of the human experience I agree We're fighting all these isms. But oh, Jesus. the I have to believe the world will be better. It might not be like a gradual climb into utopia. That's unrealistic. But there are certain things we can move the meter on. And mm-hmm. it can be better for our children or our nieces and nephews or the people that come after us. I have to believe that. I'm a cynic, but that's a little bit a sliver of optimism in me.
3: No, I'm I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Um,
2: I have to like we have to just try. Yeah, (laughs) we have to try to like make reality be what we believe it should be. Yeah, like I, I
1: I say this thing like I go back and forth with like people like where I feel like a lot of people, especially like people that are like. COVID deniers or things like that, they're actually just nihilists.
2: Mm.
1: And they haven't accepted that they don't believe in any of this shit.
2: Well, okay. So I kind of feel like I'm a little bit nihilist because I, I don't think there's any grand divine to anything there, or divine design to anything. Like there is no meaning behind our existence. Like our experience is fucking statistics, chance, probabilities. Like, the fact that we exist is mathematically a miracle, okay? So there's, like, some wonder in that. Um, I'm, I'm not, like, without wonder. I'm, like, in awe of the improbability of our existence. But it doesn't... I don't think that we have any divine meaning behind our existence. And so... For me, it just is literally the world is my oyster. Like, it's for me to experience exactly as how I want it to.
1: But I think in a way, that's also what makes the righteous within want to change this world even more. Because you feel like this is like your one shot. Right. You exist, which is...
2: And I'm only gonna exist for a, a moment. Right. True.
1: And so you have to make time like uh, you have to value that time mm-hmm. and right. make the most of the situation mm-hmm. that you're in. Some people don't view it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Some people view it as none of this shit matters anyway. So, let's so. just burn
2: it down. Right. <laughs> Which not going to say it's wrong. Maybe we should put it down. (laughs) Start anew. We'll arise like the phoenix. Right.
1: (laughs) But by burning the shit down, ain't going to change none of the shit that's going on. At the end of the day, we're all human. Right. And then we've all been either by our culture or just by our genetics from being human and descended from cavemen certain things that we will we will feel innately unless we attack those things so right you got to make the time that you're here worth it but some people just want to see the world burn <laughs> <laughs> it's quote, the dark night <laughs> and those people are dangerous <laughs> and they and they uh is it
2: is it dark night or watchmen or
3: both both of them. Rorschach. Usher also <laughs> said let it burn so <laughs>
1: great I mean, philosopher Usher Usher Raymond IV once said let it burn let me... <laughs> but yeah um <laughs>
2: just wait till Disney gets a hold of
1: it let it burn let, let it burn, burn. <laughs> <laughs> Part of me, I, like, I understand being like, none of this shit fucking matters. I really do. But, like, a part of me is like, man, I can't just sit around and grouch my way yeah. the, through the rest yeah. of my life and not try to at least affect the people around me this mm-hmm. fucking life. Like, I did all this fucking like, soul searching for myself. It's gotta be for to help somebody else.
2: Yeah. Right, like, um, like, the uh, Rick and Rick and Morty mm-hmm. uh like the show has come gone beyond that, but like you know they started it as you know a comic about nihilism right and you know so Rick is exactly that the grouchy nihilist or whatever and i'm that's just i don't know I'm like i'm the happy nihilist <laughs> I'm like I'm like, wow, how unlikely that we would be here what Wonder, right? <laughs> what splendor!
1: Let's make the world the best that we Let's can. Let's all be
2: happy together and just enjoy. In this empty void, <laughs>
1: which will not go
2: anywhere, right. <laughs> right? This empty void that won't go anywhere. Very soon, we will no longer exist.
1: I was actually talking to my mom about that when I was a kid. He used to he used to make me really sad that like one day. Civilization will melt down. Yeah, and like all this internet shit, all this, all this, all this stuff won't exist n- anymore. No, Unlo-
2: unless we figure out how to map our consciousness, consciousnesses. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> um, and download them, and or it, Skynet.
1: Ooh, we get real Skynet. Which I feel sci-fi. like is
2: more likely.
1: I mean there's that uh what's it called when uh when humans and machines will catch up uh what's the name of it not synchronicity that's a police (laughs) help what is it it's like it's a time like they have a timeline where eventually we'll overlap and we'll be more or less cyborgs we will i'm
2: cool with being a cyborg (laughs) plug for the nerds out there Um, (laughs) book called neptune's brood it's about a it's in the future a financial institution fraud historian treasure hunter cyborg lady
1: that is some dope shit.
2: <laughs> it's fucking awesome. She transmits herself across the cosmos on a treasure hunt. She has to solve a like fraud scheme. She has to audit. It's for me. She has to audit right. a fraud <laughs> scheme. Like, did you write? <laughs> did you write this book? Are you and, plugging your own book and put the pieces together on like some Indiana Jones shit in space?
1: we got to start a book club. <laughs> <laughs> like, if y'all pick up Stephanie's book.
2: That's what I want to be. <laughs> right. I want to be a cyborg treasure hunter solving fraud. Bringing, <laughs> <laughs> bringing decades old, centuries old institutions to justice. <laughs> right.
1: You haven't met justice so you met me, bitch. <laughs> but yeah, I... All of this shit will melt now. And it used to make me very, very sad. It's just like the idea that the sun will die one day. Yeah. Right? It's going to be people listening. It's like, God damn, this shit gets dark. But it's it not will. dark. It's, it's just reality.
2: It's just reality. <laughs> it will die. And... And if we are on planet Earth, when it dies, we will die. Right. In fact, we will die long before it dies because... Earth will be uninhabitable. Exactly. Long before the actual death of the star.
1: And I saw another post the other day where somebody was like, God, I see what you did to the dinosaurs and I want that to happen to me. (laughs) I saw that. I saw that. I saw that.
2: Okay, so I listened to this y'all have gotten me into podcasts and one of the podcasts I listen to is one called In Our Time and they talk about all sorts of random shit and one of the episodes was about crocodiles and apparently pre-dinosaur crocodiles were the most numerous variety of species they had crocodiles that looked like turtles that were land crocodiles and walked upright on two feet They had all kinds of crocodiles. What the fuck? And then whatever, like, happened with the, like, mass extinction that made way for the rise of the dinosaurs before the dinosaur extinction caused the crocodiles, like, their variety of species to decrease. They became the half-land, half-water species. And so they just had... the, their their evolution that allowed them to survive that extinction was also the evolution that prevented their ability to multiply in variety after the extinction event. What? But crocodiles are still here.
1: So, Isn't that fucking cool? That is fucking amazing. <laughs> but then that also just leads me to be like, sorry. So... What happens if like some mass extinction happens with all of uh, we become some sort of like
2: reptilian thing? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know like all those weird uh alien movies where they're like semi-reptilian, yeah. semi-humanoid. Yeah,
3: yeah. That's our future. Every movie with aliens, I feel like has That's been. our future. Men or, in black. Or, yeah. or, or
2: like bug aliens, and they're like humanoid but bugs. Yes. Yo, maybe that's our fate. Roaches <laughs>
1: ew we become like the roaches
2: like District the 9. new world
1: yeah. district nine was crazy <laughs> or like all right so what if this thing is mass extinction this destroys all like uh ape-like creatures except for us <laughs> except for us <laughs> and then like down the line like the bug people will be like i mean a long time ago you know those fucking weird ass fucking humans. Mm-hmm. They dominated the world, and they survived, and they're still here, and they just live out in the woods and shit. <laughs> 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 and you're like, bro,
2: we might survive, but like we're pretty fragile without our tools.
1: Yeah, yeah. But for sure.
2: I mean, well, I don't know. If we hadn't created tools,
1: God damn it! I hate PayPal.
3: Uh you're taking your money. I
1: know. Like fuck.
2: Who takes your
3: money?
1: And I was uh my subscription to uh oh. iTunes. Oh. but uh yeah, so like we are very fragile. I wonder of all apes, yeah, humans would be the worst. Yeah, we wouldn't survive that shit. It'd be something like I mean if we don't kill all the gorillas. Oh. We'd be like, be like gorillas just living orangutans what if bigfoot is real and he, he was is. like like he survived the mass extinction he sure would and now he's the he's the fucking human living in the woods <laughs> okay so another podcast i listened to
2: is mark uh, Marin, and he was uh-huh. having an interview with jane goodall mm. and she believes that bigfoot exists and she's like he's somewhere in south america he exists. Oh, wow. She she feels like there's too many accounts of Bigfoot-like creatures mm. across the world in communities that would have no communication with each other throughout history that she feels like there's no way a creature like that doesn't exist. But mm-hmm. I'm like... I mean,
1: mean but it's, it's also the th- <laughs> thing of, like, you know, like when those fundamentalist Christians be like, I mean... Uh, dinosaurs didn't exist.
2: Oh, I dated a guy who believed dinosaurs didn't exist. And I should have used that as, like, a sign. (laughs) A red (laughs) red flag. (laughs) But, like we said, it's easier said than done. (laughs) And I try to give grace. (laughs) I try to
1: be understanding.
2: Ultimately, like, what? No, they existed.
1: (laughs) Like, and, you know, those people, like, there's a theory that, like, you know, I like can the Bible where they talk about, and there were giants in those days. It's in Genesis. I can't remember the exact passage, but there was giants in those days. It's a it's a theory that they were just seeing dinosaur bones, that could be and they idea. were just like, I mean, this big ass fucking leg. This has to be a fucking human, right? Big ass human. So well, yeah, that's they what were. They think it was. They were the sons of God. <laughs> 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 I mean, and then also dragons. The whole idea of dragons are just fucking dinosaurs. Right. And then Jurassic Park came out and we thought we had seen what dinosaurs look like. And then come to find out they were just fucking birds. Right. They were just quacking and shit. Birds. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Giant fucking birds. Velociraptors are half as bad. I mean, no, they're still badass. Hell yeah. But, But they're not like. Just a giant chicken. Yeah. It's like Peter versus the chicken. Ferocious (laughs) chicken. A big ferocious chicken chasing down something at top speed and uh, beaking it to death. Mm -hmm. It's fucking scary. It's terrifying. Way more terrifying than some big lizard. Man, this is dope. (laughs) 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 We're just on alcohol, too. <laughs> Our
3: conversations always just kind of go into these little corners. Right. Weird little corners.
1: We're just talking about, like, Bigfoot and shit. Just, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we don't have, like, one set podcast thing. It's just like, you don't know what the fuck's going to happen especially, with yeah, Especially,
3: like, when we have different guests. It's just like, ugh, this shit can go so many different lefts, like.
1: That should be lit. It does. I'll be really like, I'll be really proud of like our friend group. Like we, like we know like everybody that's been on the podcast. We got some good ass friends, <laughs> they, like, and they're just amazing. They come yeah. on like, yeah, that shit was lit. <laughs> I know her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy all. I mean, I've listened to every episode, um ever.
3: Ooh. Every single one
1: Damn It's an honor and also Even, we,
2: got a, like,
3: we got a die hard stand <laughs> right here Even
2: like the random Doug and Juice sport talk ones <laughs> That I'm like I have no idea what's going on But I'm listening <laughs> I, You know Just expose me to the things That I don't know
1: <laughs> Those are always funny Because like I never talk about sports Like on here not because, but like, um, you
2: have full you like you act like you talk about it every day. Yeah, <laughs> you just like pull it out. You could talk about everything,
1: literally. I try to, like, I re- I really try to be well rounded person, but like sometimes I'll be like, man, I forgot that shit was up there. <laughs> like I just pop out a random thing. Yeah. Like, Do you know how this happens? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I remember one time, I can't remember what we were talking about, but I went on this like, big-ass rant with her, and she was like, you're such a nerd. Because <laughs> i just be like, damn, I thought I was
3: a nerd. No, nah, <laughs> this nigga is a nerd no, for sure. The
1: funnest shit is when she gets in her nerd back and it's damn. like all the way, like, yeah, this shit lit. Like, when she went on that... Uh, when she was talking about uh, that Simone Biles Picked by uh, Annie Leibovitz yeah. It's like yeah this shit lit
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't have nothing I was just like look at her
3: <laughs> Yeah you start talking about art And I know a little thing or two But you be in your nerd bag all the time
1: If we ever start talking about math there ain't no nerd bag for math. Neither one of us got it on <laughs> that one. Mm-hmm. That is not in my ministry. God did not see fit for me to do Mm-mm. anything besides 1 plus 1 equals 2. Nope. And 2 plus 2 equals 4. After yeah. after algebra... Mathematic genius over here. Mm,
3: actually not. No. Not. Really? After not algebra, I'm like... <laughs> I,
1: I always feel insecure because... I'm not real insecure. Just fake insecure. But... 'Cause like my brother is like a mathematical genius, And my sister He's is, an engineer, and, right? He's uh cr- <laughs> <laughs> and my sister that's does, funny. like Oh yeah, hey sure. Hey, I would feel like a fucking failure. Yeah. Those, <laughs> <laughs> those those dinners be that's, intense.
2: That's funny because I um Accounting is not math, okay? Let's just dispel that. It's not, period. We can talk about what it is later. But (laughs) the, because my sister's the artist, my brother's the nurse, I'm just the lame ass
1: businessman.
2: And I've always felt insecure, like I was the disappointment.
1: Are you the middle shell?
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> like I was the disappointment. But I'm I'm learning um it's kind of cool like um both of my grandfathers were entrepreneurs. Um and I've just never like really identified with them that much. Um but like this trip been talking to my grandpa more about like his work behind like you know how he got into the the family business like they were they produced they manufactured wire wiring mm-hmm. um like how he got into that and then decided to pursue that and um and then my dad's dad like was just a f- literally just took advantage of opportunities he like was in the war and then he worked in a grocery store and then somehow he got synced up with like this um like business like failing business consultant guy who would like go in for a month or two or however long it took at a time like businesses would call him in he would go in like ask a bunch of questions figure out like why is the business failing and then would like put together a plan to save it and then they would like run it save it and so like somehow my dad's dad got involved in that and like that's how he ended up owning his business which was some kind of like window cleaner fluid and I'm I'm like man they're they're like business you know but like wiring that's not cool window cleaner that isn't cool but then you're like wait a minute you were like some ninja that would just get like dropped in to an environment that a business that you knew nothing about and you just like asked a whole bunch of questions and figured it out and then helped them solve problems and your like solutions worked to the point that like all of those businesses survived and became extremely profitable I'm like I do take after my granddad. That's what I do. I drop in. I don't know what's going on. I exhaust you with a bunch of questions, and I help you figure out what to do. And it's like a, you know, we have to collaborate. Like I can't just tell you what to do. I have to ask you questions. Like, well, would this work, or what about this? And like, get your input, and then that helps me help the business figure out like how do we solve the issue. Mm -hmm. That's badass.
1: So it's in your blood. It's in my blood. Yeah. That's intense. Yeah. Only thing that's in my blood is a bunch of fucking teachers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's why you're such a good conversationalist and can like spread absorb the word. information, right? This is true. Absorb yeah. information, share information. Yeah,
1: I eventually it's would like to definitely artists that run in my family. I would eventually like to make it like a non cheesy educational way of me being like to like use all this useless knowledge and the education background I do have. But I'll get there. I'm working on it. It's like, yeah, man. Like they were joking on me because we were watching the King Richard movie. And we started talking about uh Venus and Serena's sister who was killed in Compton. And they were like, uh, why was she still in Compton in like two thousand and one? It was like, I think she was involved in like some community stuff, things like that. My sister was like, she better than me. <laughs> and she's like, if I got out, I'm not coming back. Ooh. And then I was like, I mean, I'll go post up. And she's like, that's because you're urban. And I was like, just call me a nigga.
3: What? <laughs> what does that mean? Right. But
1: like after like I was joking with her, but like when I left, I was thinking, it's because I know this about myself. I've known this for a while. I can talk to almost anybody. Mm -hmm. And then plus, because I've been in places to where I wasn't talking, but when you don't talk, people let you see a lot more stuff than they realize they're letting you see. So I was able to pick up certain things so I can fit in places that they wouldn't be able to fit in. Cause I've been in those places.
2: You learned how to camouflage.
1: Yeah. It's just like in uh, Avengers uh, Infinity War, when he's just standing there, you're like, have, "How long have you been there?" Five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you <stand> perfectly still. <laughs> if you stand very still and make slow movements, people don't realize you're there. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah, I've been in some crazy like situations, just because I wasn't the loudmouth. mouth motherfucker mm-hmm. and people just like to ask me random questions and I don't matter if it's a drug dealer if it's a, a thug or <laughs> or a, a millionaire just, I just know how to which is weird for somebody that had trouble fitting in when they were younger to be like yeah your secret superpower is actually like, Talk about that too. Yeah, we did. <laughs> it was it was exciting. It was scary as fuck. <laughs> I don't. Oh,
2: okay. I I'm, a, I'm an alumni, so I, yeah, I'm a Bama fan. But I Same. I don't follow. I don't keep track. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know who the players are anymore. Like,
1: it's just go team go. <laughs>
2: well, yeah, but also I. I like to watch sports. I'll watch anything just because I can pretty much, I may not know all the rules, but I I mean, it's pretty easy to figure out what's good and what's bad. Right. And you can like tell when the game's close and like when, when players get dialed in and they start doing incredible, right. They start doing
3: incredible shit. Or they start fucking up a lot. Start. When they get under pressure like that. (sighs) that's the thing they kept messing up
2: (laughs) so I say like get dialed in I was like thinking of tennis matches and like international football games that I've been watching because I would say a lot of what happened last night was not dialed in that's how it got to where it was the last
3: two minutes of the game it wasn't a a game until those last two minutes that was the longest game of my fucking life oh my
1: god I was just like, I was waiting for something to happen. And I'm just like, man, those fucking bastards. No offense. Those fucking bastards out there. Are gonna fucking
2: <laughs> <laughs> And right when I was this in the This is
1: why middle,
3: we love the Iron Bowl, though, because you, you never literally never happened. know what's going to happen. Right. Like, no matter how shitty Auburn is. Yeah. You never know what's gonna happen. This is true. Unranked Auburn had Bama shoot for ninety two percent of the game.
1: I knew that shit was about. No, it was long. ninety nine point five percent. Yes,
2: <laughs> yes, because it was like eleven seconds left in regular game, and I was like.
1: I we think it was 11
2: it seconds. I was like, I was like, that's it. All of the opportunity <laughs> is gone. Yeah. Bing interception. I mean, <laughs> like, I was like what? Oh, I literally <laughs> didn't even finish getting the words out of my mouth, and this shit happens. What the hell? My brother-in-law was like, "Is this intentional psychological warfare from Saban?" That's what it feels
3: like, <laughs> right? Every time. <laughs> He meant to do that shit. Exactly
1: what it felt like. (laughs) So someone
2: dialed him up and said, "Saban, we need viewership. We need drama. We need excitement." And he was like, "How about first ever triple overtime? Overtime. Wait, quadruple overtime? (laughs) Quadruple overtime? Quadruple overtime? Overtime. First time ever in the Iron Bowl, making history. Quadruple times,
1: bro. So (laughs) I am watching the game at work. It's getting about." I think it was like that one fifty something, when it was like we had gotten the ball back and it was like, bro, shit ain't gonna fucking work. It was that it was after when y'all called the timeout.
3: I did not watch the game. Oh, okay. I couldn't handle that level of stress. I wanted to. Have it was a good so stressful yesterday.
1: It was stressful as fuck.
3: I just was tuning into the score and watching in on some of the tweets, and then I would take a little twenty minute break and check back in. I was. I I try to keep real quiet during the Iron Ball <laughs> until it's over.
2: I found the I don't whole be thing doing exciting.
3: too much shit talking. I say my war dams, yeah, and then I go on I about my you, way. I knew you
1: weren't watching the fucking game. You just <laughs> talking all just kind of cash, <laughs> little cash shit. Like she said something, and I was like, let me go ahead and fucking mute Kim. And then she said, let me go ahead and mute Dennis. <laughs> and I was like, okay, because like, I knew I knew Auburn was gonna. I I just knew Auburn won that fucking game. And I was like, I'm going to watch the rest of this shit. Just because I got to see it to the end. It's just like the Texas A&M game. I had to fucking watch the rest of that. But, bro.
2: How many times, though, has Bama pulled that shit? where they're fucking up, fucking up, fucking up, fucking up, and you just start to be like, you start to like say all of the things. Well, it's possible if they do this and then do
3: that all within this amount of time. And then all those things are happening. And you're like, the fuck? And it'd be
1: like, what? It's almost like like the cynical douchebag fan I am. When they start saying all the possibles, that's what they say, the losers. So i just be thinking, we lost this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know we'd have lost. And then, bro, that, when it tied up and went to overtime, I was like, okay, we can win this shit. But then it's like, bro, we could easily lose this shit on some heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Because that last uh, field goal, mm. I, was, I was just seeing uh, uh, kick six, and I was just having a fucking freak out. I was like, God, it's going to happen again, baby. <laughs> and then, uh, so it went to the overtime with those weird ass fucking rules that you're just going to start and fucking three yard lines proposal. <laughs> we fucking
2: do away with overtimes. Mm. No more extra shit at the end of the game. If it's a tied score, the winner is selected based off of the statistics of the game.
1: You gonna have people mad at you. <laughs> I mean, the winner is upset. chosen
2: based off of the game that was played.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, they had a shitty game. This man had two hundred yards. <laughs> you gonna make people? I mean, nah. Stephanie tried to set up a civil war. That's, <laughs> That's
3: that sounds like the changing of some some seasons. She
1: tried, hey, she tried to rip this state apart. <laughs> Uh, she, she thought it was a fragile situation she said no nah, let's just add some uh gasoline to this fire.
2: <laughs> my brother-in-law was like, no, too many people uh, uh oh no 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 my Robert my karate instructor he goes no that that wouldn't work it uh too much betting is tied up exactly. in the way oh,
1: that it, yeah. is yeah. Bro, <laughs> like, it was oh, so much money this. spent on that fucking game mm. and then plus the line was like 20 and a half. It wasn't no way that we were going to score that many points or that. Now, y'all might have been on some Auburn shit and just came out balling and be like, God damn it. They wouldn't play this one good game this weekend. <laughs> Jeez. Which Auburn is the luckiest. Like Bruh, they had a, a flashback of the year y'all went to championship. Mm-hmm. And then y'all had that shit in Georgia happen mm-hmm. at the end. Y'all had the kick six. And then. Something in the national championship, I can't remember. Y'all had like three weeks of like lucky, like crazy ass shit.
3: You know what? I remember, but vaguely because I was there doing all of that shit. It was like drunk for a lot of it, also.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was like like 2013, I think. That's when I think it might have been 2012. I feel like I had graduated college Like
3: fall of 2012 Or like championship
2: In January of 2013
1: It might have been That one, yes It might have been January of 2013 Mm -hmm. Cause Chance went to that game
3: Okay I was still down there so It had to be
1: I think it was fourth but anyway, that
3: it had to be before 14 for for sure.
2: It was, and I know that it was not 2012 because I was at the Bama Championship in New Orleans.
1: Mm. Stunned them. <laughs> was it
3: 2011?
1: <laughs> that was nah. January 2012. Cam was, Cam was what, 2010? Cam was 2011. So it couldn't have been then. It's when one of y'all lost yeah, against Oregon. Mm, okay. That was I think that was 2013. Why do I feel like that was before Cam though? No We had graduated college by then Okay Cam was around our age Yeah So yeah It was after Cam With Cam was only there for a year Mm -hmm. So yeah It was I think 2013, 2014 I'm old Baby my days running together I'm old honey
3: I don't remember none of them years And none of the orders But
1: I got a certain uh, bone to pick with you uh-oh <laughs> here we go you talk about on twitter people say they were like uh fire uh say but i ain't see not damn one. Oh my god i saw
3: so many so i was watching the um the trending page on twitter for oh Bama, fuck that them and i was seeing so many people like oh no they gotta get Saban up out of here if he don't. Blah blah. blah. Saban, I Saban's been calling. I saw a lot of that shit. Saban's been it's calling bot. bullshit all year, and it's, it's this is the worst year this that was we've had with Saban. This was during, this the, was game. during the game. Oh, when like, they were when first everybody of was all, anybody, anybody that
1: says that is a fucking out of Alabama fan because that is not the first year we're saving. That first year we're saving, when we lost to Utah, <laughs> or any time that y'all beat. Us. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> or just like, I mean, this is the MO yeah. making poor decisions for three quarters out of the game.
3: That's how this whole year's it's been. Mistakes. Why you got a bone to pick for me saying that that's nah. what I saw? Because that is <laughs> that's fake news. That is fake the news. That is suit. what I those saw. are lies.
1: <laughs> uh those are internet bots who were saying that they're out of fans.
2: So this is the Benefit of um, liking sports but not following them, <laughs> right? If Auburn had won, it still would have been an exciting game.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's also where I got it by. It was an
3: exciting game. It was a good game by the third or fourth game, right? When it <laughs>
1: became a game by the third or fourth. Oh no! By the third overtime, was like. I mean this is a classic regardless if those motherfuckers beat us fuck it oh yeah it was, it was also one of those things where they earned that shit yeah like they, it's head to head fuck it whoever I mean, wins
2: we won but they earned
1: it right but this is why I got a bone to pick <laughs> you said it's always roll tight. now it's always gonna be roll tight.
3: roll Roll, roll time when y'all was <laughs> mad
1: as fuck. <laughs> no, it was still roll time. It was just gonna be goddamn it. Those fucking Auburn people beat us, but nope.
2: nah, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> it would have been. Like, it would have been like, oh, they, they did. That was a good game. They did a good job. I oh. Um, Can you imagine going home,
1: feeling like the elation? Yeah. I wish you could like do it also at Auburn. It's fucking good <laughs> I'm just trying to fuck her. <laughs> one day I, I messed with her. One day I, it was one time we beat y'all, and yo one time,
2: uh-huh.
1: bro. I'm trying to give you <laughs> trying to be nice here. <laughs> it was uh we were doing the podcast and then I kept playing the album fight song. And you start getting mad. That was one of the only times I thought she go. She gonna leave <laughs>
3: <laughs> What are you doing? Listen, I am pretty Alabama. passionate about Auburn football.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Auburn <laughs> 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 Hey bro
0: <laughs> Let's talk about this crane kit <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, <hey>. Y'all deserve <laughs> these fucking jokes Y'all tried to do that shit thinking it was cute and be like, oh, we can do the crane kick. And then that crane kicked y'all in the fucking face. Barely. It don't matter. Barely. It
3: landed. <laughs> a win is a win. If it's by
1: an inch or a mile her album, it's like it's like the background. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little movie over here,
0: it's, it's like a traumatizing yeah. it. Like, from- yeah,
1: remember that time they, all, they lost. <laughs>
3: Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe. Episodes come out every Friday. Boom, boom, (laughs) boom.